I see. Yeah, great. Uh, since you've been so intellectually involved since your early age, I'm really curious about your intelligent quotient. I mean, the IQ. <laughs> but you know, it, so, so you know, so send me the link and and I'll do it, and that's fine. We don't have to do it on the, on the freaking podcast. Because, yeah, because yeah, then, I will. Uh, I forgot to send to you, but I will because I'm so curious about what's the number you're gonna get, like yeah. 160 or. <laughs> no, I'm probably gonna get an average number. You know, I was always average at school, but uh, what I uh, what I was always trying to uh, sort of. Uh, do at school is 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 I was trying to not get discouraged uh, when it comes to getting edu educa education and, and and learning because what schools do best is they discourage you from uh, self study and self learning and lifelong learning. So my idea, so for me, school was always uh, was the greatest interruption and the greatest obstacle to education. Like mm. I, I was getting the more the the most uh, learning uh, during summer holidays, for example. So, so you I didn't have like an excellent marks all the time, right? No, I was like average. I think maybe I don't know, maybe in the top, maybe I was in the top, uh, maybe ten percent. But it's you know it's easy to achieve in like a village school. Mm -hmm. There's nothing mm -hmm. extraordinary. And are you good at math? average also average i would say uh -huh. um um yeah i would say it's i'm not you know I, like some people like for example um uh, katia right katia uh-huh yeah 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 so, so so i'm not like a you know by the way they got married oh good they got married yeah. so, so, so in the corona in the corona days or, uh, so they managed to pull it off no yeah issues. and uh, i saw some pictures uh, they had a beautiful wedding and uh, such an unusual dress um it wasn't like um, a common dress wedding dress for, for a girl but like you know in uh, in a style of of an office i mean do you know how to how does it do they call it pijak a coat Pijak, okay, a white, okay. a right. white coat, uh, yeah. and uh, and and a dress, mm -hmm. a mini dress. It, it looked beautiful. I will I will show you a picture. Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, you were telling about the school that is kind of boring and an obstacle to your self learning. Yeah, in general, you know, like like government education in general is not very good. I mean, you know what I mean. Yeah, it is. And how about university? Was it boring for you as well? It was fine, but it's it's just you know the 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 sort of standardized process of acquiring knowledge is uh, is, t is typically very average because you don't mm -hmm. actually explore and you don't. It's like e Elon Musk said uh, when you um, when you need you should be, for example finding out what a screwdriver is for when you actually need the screwdriver to do something let's say to repair a a, a piece of um i don't know a piece of i don't know a radio or something but you know to to, to just uh, learn for the sake of learning and then uh, not have any application for this you know for the learning it's it's sort yeah. of it defeats the purpose yeah yeah, and at school it's always you're gonna need it is like in twenty years from now, but you're gonna forget it uh, like uh, in months. So yeah, it doesn't really make a good point. For learning to, I be, think to be effective, it needs to be applicable mm -hmm. now. Yeah, 
Yeah, and it's only kind of a good point of school that it socializes you and gives you discipline uh, that otherwise is difficult to get. Uh, if you are going to be raised just in your family, not uh, going out with kids and interacting with society, it's going to be hard on you, I guess. Um, what do you think? Yeah, to some, extent, to some extent, I would say um, it probably reinforces uh, bad social uh, behaviors because it teaches you to just behave like everyone else and it doesn't really... Um, uh, um, you know, there's no space for you to to be yourself because you just have to conform to the to the classroom to the school and to all all sorts of norms and you have to do that from the very early age which is yeah i mean some people some people might argue that it's a it's a it's a it's a benefit of school to to be sort of shaped into that standard human who's who behaves the same way in every situation uh, or let's say behaves in an acceptable way but then is that really uh, does that really create an interesting world where everybody is the same and let's say only the contents of their brains differ to some extent because you've got proclivity to all the, you know to uh, various sorry I have a sensor here which is weird and um, mm-hmm. and yeah and I would argue it's not necessarily um, beneficial for your education to 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 you know to, to 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 use this government education. Yes, you do get socialized, but you you could also get a better version of so- socialization uh, among your friends from the neighborhood, and and you don't necessarily need need school. So, so what would be an 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 alternative uh, like? A structure that you consider to be a better one, like how the society should be organized education-wise. Um, hmm. That's a good question. I think uh, Finland has it uh, f- figured out pretty, uh, you know, pretty nicely. Uh, kids play, and uh, most of the time they uh, they engage in activities that. Um, are uh, educational and fun at the same time they don't sit in, in classrooms they decide when to take a break uh, uh, also in in Netherlands I think they've got a similar education and and uh, and Finns are probably the the, the, the the best you know the most the best educated nation and their educational system is like first in the world so um, I think I would probably agree that yes, there is there's some pain involved in uh, in getting education and getting learning. But if it's a constant struggle and you just have to force yourself to go to a specific place, and then uh, if you get involved and focus, then the the um, you know the alarm, the ring, or whatever it's called, the the the, the school ring alarm clock, or, what, or yeah, yeah. they call it, yeah. So I think it's a so it it creates an, an automaton where you just sort of you're like a robot re- reacting to things that you know uh, that are um, let's say um, organized for you right for you to to be educated but I would I would argue there are better uh, ap- approaches to this yeah. but it's st- still evolving I guess. Yeah, and um, as I see, like when uh, schools are organized in a standard manner, like it's done in the US, in Russia, and in the most of Europe, in the United Kingdom, uh, the problem is like 
the educational system is focused only on uh, best performing kids they usually do better in school um, like and the rest who doesn't interest it, uh, who doesn't uh, have much interest in the learning process they usually kind of just uh, finish the school somewhat acceptable and they don't see any point in it but as I said in Finland and other Scandinavian countries they kind of put the main focus on uh, those kids uh, that aren't performing that well so they try to help them and uh, try to make the experience of learning for them to enjoy right yeah i think to to some extent uh, the, the best students and the worst stu students uh, you know both of those groups uh, are sort of getting the the are actually not not getting the you know the the attention they need because when you have uh, you know some students who are very good then uh, you can't actually spend that much time with them because there's so much of the of the classroom uh, and so, so many uh, you know students who need to you know catch up so so you have to spend a lot of time trying to you know get them to to the same level and and then at the end of the day everybody is average so 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 the poor students don't get the help they need and the best students are sort of they get some attention but they could probably fly and be amazing if they got the proper attention so so maybe i'm not sure if if that's the way it works in finland but i guess they've got those those groups of people and, and groups of students who who band together and and if you're very good let's say at maths that then you're going to enjoy uh, socializing and doing uh, difficult problems with few other students who are very good and then uh, there's there's a lot of uh, there, there, there's a, I think a couple of uh, teachers per, per class which is again totally different to, to what it is in in other countries uh, you know you can actually get um, the, these teachers can actually focus on 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 the best students and and, and the worst students and and they can help them uh, overcome the issues as well but if if you have a single teacher and 30 uh, kids in the classroom then then it it doesn't really work so yeah yeah and um what i wanted to say is that from my experience uh, teachers are usually just focused on the best performing students and not and both average and poor performing students are just lacking their attention um, but maybe it's just my perception uh, so what else also I wanted to say that it's interesting that you can't put much more than 30 people in the class and it seems, to, it seems to be a very kind of stable number of people that we can put together and work with them as an as a with group. Uh, in and it has kind of evolutionary uh, explanation because we usually didn't live in group of more than thirty people, and we just can't uh, manage the group. Of more people than 30 in an efficient manner it, just, it starts to fall out uh, fall apart and um, if you see like in army uh, it's usually no more than 30 people per like squad and uh, in other areas like um, at work and even at school um, yeah that's what I wanted to say 
yeah but pro probably more, more optimal um si si more optimal n number of students would probably be something around let's say 10 per per teacher so when you have 30 yeah. uh, students you you should probably have like three teachers but in in, in a normal environment it's difficult because like how are you going to uh, yeah of course it's better i was just uh, talking about the maximum people you yeah. can put because uh, usually it's economic factors that drives uh, like schools to put as much people as they can in the class uh, because it's easier for them to like uh, give the indication for more people than give uh, separate classes for small groups of people um and also i'm curious uh, about your standpoint of like being all inclusive in education like should uh best performance uh, students just uh, be put in a different class and they learn like different stuff and uh, so should the, the kids be divided by their intellectual performance or should the, it all be equalized and put randomly together yeah i think it's, it would probably work better if they just divided people based on uh, based on their ability but then you know those those uh, let's say those um, poor, poorer uh, you know, poorer performing students would then not see the let's say the you know the the better performance you know that's what probably some people would argue but then uh, what what good is it for them to see that somebody's better than them if they can't actually get to that level because nobody's going to give them the attention they need right so i would probably say they they could probably benefit better from from you know from just uh dividing people right so yeah and also like we should be completely sure that we assess the students uh in in a very correct manner because if you have a high performance student and he suddenly does the test in, in a bad manner and you put him in a in the worst performing class, uh, probably it can affect his potential uh, because he's going to stick with with the peers that aren't performing that well, even though he had the potential to be uh, a better student. And it's really, I'm curious, how much uh, it matters to be put in an environment like you have a certain ability, but you can be put with smart people and with stupid people, for example. And uh, how much of it explains your future performance? I mean, how much dependent you are on this, on your surroundings uh, with mm -hmm. the same kind of capability? And you understand my idea? Yeah, it probably. I, w I would say it probably depends on. Um on how people respond to seeing uh, somebody doing better than them and somebody doing uh, worse than them so uh, as you know like you said uh, people are are let's say exceptional in some domains and, and it's probably going to hold true in classrooms as well where uh, nobody's going to be let's say at the bottom they might be at the bottom in some in some uh, situations and subjects and then it might uh, give uh, other students opportunities to 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 uh, to learn from them and, and copy them in other areas uh, but from from what i've observed it's probably the, the most cri critical um factor would probably be to not discourage people from uh, self-study because 
you know the the, the, the actual uh, government education and and even um, let's say um, doing your your studies afterwards that that's very that's a very small part of uh, educate your sort of formal education and your and your life in general it's a very small small part so uh, let's say average uh, life expecting expectancy is let's say around 70 years and you spend maybe 15 in this in this compulsory education or maybe 20 at the most right but what about the the remaining 50 right people get so uh, discouraged and um, and and you know and they just they just never return and they never study anything because okay I'm just done I I'm just I've I've studied and uh, it, it 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 was just so the, the experience itself was so so bad that I'm just not going to do anything so people then don't read don't study don't don't do anything uh, extra to you know to advance their own uh, goals so uh, I think the, the my primal objective if I was designing a system of of education would be to make it in such a way that would uh, leave this passion for learning in people and allow them to to have energy and and drive to do things on their own once they they've been left alone yeah because also, yeah. I'm, mm -hmm, I'm curious you, you talk about this passion for learning and we can call it like uh, curiosity as a human trait and to which degree it's innate to which degree it's biological in nature so like you are a cu curious person is it the way you were raised or you were just born this way being curious and uh, as you say like you want uh, people to kind of uh, conserve this curi curiosity in them but maybe it just flourishes in people who have it uh, like you do but no matter how you encourage other people to learn they just uh, don't want to learn and they don't derive pleasure from it and they derive pleasure from other things for example and uh, what's your take on that yeah it's it's difficult to to actually judge uh, what is uh, what is causing this uh, desire to learn but uh, but uh, but for sure not locking people in a single room for, for you know for uh, for hour at a time and and telling them things that neither interest them nor have any value to them at the moment right so uh, i would say that's probably the the, the best um uh, that's probably a recipe for just discouraging anyone from from touching any books and any resources and doing any experiments because you know when they just just feel like it's 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 going in that direction of learning they 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 get um the, 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 this re, you know repulsive fear of of just being forced to do things and uh, if you structure it in a way that everything is a is a is a play playtime and everything is an experiment then you know you, you can and everything has a purpose so okay we, we're studying uh, I don't know laws of motion today and, and let's go out and play with some 
with some objects uh, that that gravity is going to uh, act upon, for example, and, and then play with that idea and then do uh, okay, do the theoretical st stuff, but based on something that actually has application and it's, uh, that people could uh, could understand. Like for example, for me, chemistry never had. I could never imagine that sort of you know molecules and atoms. How would they bond and it's like the reactions, you know, had they done any sort of visualization, you know, at the beginning phases, let's say with atoms and with connections and, and bonds and, and electrons and, you know, anything that would actually show me what, what the freaking application is, I, I would be, I would, you know, chemistry would be awesome for me. But since uh, that initial phase w was not there and, and I lacked this, this uh, foundation, I always struggle. I'm like shit. Like I just, like, what the freaking, uh, what yeah. is this, this is a reaction? Like how is that supposed to work? Otherwise, it's like you know, different kind of letters and errors, and you just just have to memorize how it all works. Yeah. But you don't have an understanding of what's actually standing behind all those abstractions. Yeah. Yes, it's important. And it's and I guess it's it's in it's sort of like an evolution because some some countries are, are are let's say rich and have time to think about that and 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 have resources to let's say buy those building blocks and and also have time to to maybe do that in a, in a more engaging way. But most of the time, it's not about money. It's about I mean, maybe it is about money because the the more you actually pay teachers, for example, the more um the, the better people you will have going into that field and if and if the the salaries of teachers are uh, let's say mm, very low compared to to other professions like bankers and financiers and and uh, i don't know uh, let's say soft way, software developers and yeah i'm curious about uh, how can you explain like this problem of teachers having a low salary what's the actual kind of reason behind it uh and from ex economics perspective because basically the prices people are paid depend on kind of some economic factors of how much demand there is and how much supply there is probably it's just uh, to have an easy job to be paid so much because so many people can offer it and um, is it the reason i always love that uh, me as a as an entrepreneur for me it is it is good that most of the society is is dumb because i can produce any product and there's always going to be loads of you know nitwits who are going to buy it because they will probably be be guided by price so i can do any sort of low quality junk ship it to everyone and it's going to sell so from the point of view of uh, business and the corporate world and the government it's i would argue it's beneficial to have um uneducated population because you will have uh, decision makers who make decisions who, who are easy which are easily guided and controlled and you can really do whatever you want with them so it's like mm, yeah i would say uh, but actually what was the question because <laughs> uh, the question was like why teachers have such low salary okay um hmm. yeah i guess because uh, that it's a it's in most countries it's a it's a private it's a 
it's a public sector, right? So, so the uh -huh. government uh, sets the the salaries, right? So uh, then it's a uh, you get the security, um, and you sort of let's say you want to I, I would say you want to lure a certain uh, types of people who are who are going to listen to what you uh, what, uh, what they study and they are going to then replicate that and they are going to indoctrinate the, the next generation. So in general it's like you're educating almost uh, like uh, government clerks but for a, sp a purpose of educating the next generation, right? So you don't actually want uh, critical thinkers because critical thinkers are going to uh, create uh, critical thinkers again right so and you don't want that in your uh, population so um, and I always wonder like why would for example in during the Soviet Union why would uh, the, the education be so good and at, at, at such a high uh, level and why would I and I, I, I guess the answer is that uh, Soviet Union was competing with the West right so so it wanted to have the the best uh, possible scientists and to, to get to that you have to have an educated population to, to let's say, um, you know, filter out those those exceptional. Um, yes, uh, exactly. That's people, the right, right point because you don't uh, know in advance who from the kids gonna be this smart and that successful in science. Right. So you, so, have, to so you have to teach everyone. all of yeah. them. Yeah, to mm -hmm. push the end. Uh, some of them will kind of rise on the top, but you right. know, don't know in advance. Right. Yeah. It's and it's a it's a big problem because if you pay teachers uh, peanuts, then you will have you will have really bad results, and you will attract only people who are extremely low quality people. So, for example, I would totally go into uh, into uh, let's say education, and I'd love to do, do lectures and presentations, but I'd rather do that on my own and create a. For, for example, I've got this this memory course that I'm going to do soon, and uh, I'm going to educate people an, on an online course. It's going to no, I mean it's going to be like a you know like a proper classroom and 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 it's going to uh -huh. be you know like a rented uh, let's say conference room somewhere in 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 some city somewhere and because i just want to do that because i would enjoy that but i would never do that in in this uh, in the confines of government uh, education because uh -huh. it's a joke you know i i would i would probably do that if i mean and I, I i could still do that because i would probably not be interested in the in the salary because that's just it's like it's a joke right so so that that's fine you know if somebody does that for pleasure but there's very few people who, who you know who can afford that so i could for example uh, be a teacher and because that's something i enjoy i enjoy talking to people i enjoy inspiring uh, you know transferring uh, inspiring ideas to, to people and also uh, getting better at this at this activity right but i you know be, but i'm just at at the point where i can just do it on out of my own accord and just you know and i think the the, the mistake is also that teachers uh, nowadays think they they teach people like like languages you can actually teach a language you can you can uh, inspire and motivate somebody to be so focused on this activity and you can give give him tools but you there's no way you can teach uh, a language in a classroom 
So my idea with, for example, with this um, memory training course is to uh, give people specific ideas on how to do specific things, right? So I would basically uh, have a group of 10 people, they, they would sign up and I would learn uh, what they actually need to achieve. And then I would tell them how can they, they actually uh, achieve that because I've been involved in so many disparate things that, that it's that I can just basically get people to a certain level just from my own, you know, I can just, just invent strategies <laughs> you know, on the spot. So, so yeah, so, but, but as so a, is it going, going to be specifically about memory and how to memorize stuff? Yeah, it's going to be memory and uh, also uh, probably languages and it's going to be like a mix. So I'm still figuring this out, but uh, I've also, I've got like a fr franchise kind of uh, thing that I've acquired from, uh, you know, maybe not acquired, but I, I would be like a franchisee, what do they call it? So there's a franchise giver, so somebody who owns like, like intellectual property rights and they give you the rights to, let's say, mm -hmm. At a specific fee, right? As at a specific percentage of of your revenue that you you would have to transfer to them, in exchange for uh, the let's say trademarks and the the brand recognition and some let's say intellectual property and some um, techniques, for example, and some materials. So uh, there's like a you know memory school that I've um, done like a training with, and I will now use that training. And I will, let's say, add my flavor to it. So I don't necessarily believe that people want to learn specific dry memory techniques, you know, from a single system of, uh, you know, mnemonics, because that's that's that takes a lot of time and it's not really it doesn't have um, that much of an application. Yes, maybe if you want to remember a string of letters and, and numbers and something abstract, and you want to um, uh, attend memory competitions, then yes. But in general. You just want to uh, accomplish what you need to accomplish, what 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 you want, right? So uh, I would just give people um, tools, you know, to do that, and I would also teach them how to, uh, what sort of uh, software to use, and how to use it, and how to, um, you know, how to do it, uh, set up the routines to to ensure you're actually getting closer to uh, to what you want to accomplish. So. Right. So, for example, one of the strategies I would I, I would uh, advise and I would teach is something I, I use. For example, so for example, when I study words, uh, I study I I've got like an automation on my phone, which uh, when I open a specific app for a specific um, let's say language, I study words, f uh, and it allows me to only study them for uh, it, it allow it allows me to study them for only five minutes, right? And then it just cuts the application uh, out. It it, it it just closes it, right? So uh, the idea here is that you remember uh, things better from the beginning and the end of the session, right? So, um, so, so the shortest sessions you create, and and the more um, varied they are, the you know the more stays in your head. So, for example, I might uh, study five minutes, and then uh, watch uh, five minutes of Netflix. After that, m my brain re you know relaxes, and then I've got another session, for example, and for for sometimes like for example when you when you're uh, queuing somewhere or you're in the toilet maybe or doing some you know something people really disregard the importance of very very you know tiny amounts of time you can really cram so much in into those small sessions that over over uh, months and years you get uh, you know for example another language you can uh, learn pro programming for example software development 
uh, but you know, but 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 it has to you know in in nowadays this attention deficit disorder is probably touching everyone right? like you and me we you know we get constantly you know bombarded with with messages and with um you know people call us we have we, we we get emails we get notifications so you you either disable all of that and you become totally uh, you know antisocial and you basically it's difficult for you to, to to get anything done in a normal work environment or you just uh, design your life around that for example mm. have you heard about the gardening effect testing your knowledge about psychology a gardening effect the gardening effect uh effect the gardening uh the gardening is a family name of a famous psychologist from mm -hmm. russia she studied in germany with kurt levin with mm -hmm. gestalt uh, psychology school in the middle of 20th century even uh, in the first part and she was very famous because she discovered this uh, the garnic effect and the effect consists of a phenomena that people much better recall incomplete actions than complete ones so okay. for example if you do some random tasks and somehow you got interrupted on some of the tasks and then after a day passed or a week passed you got asked about what actions have you been performing you are much more likely to recall the ones you haven't completed mm -hmm. okay and uh, she illustrated it with uh, a nice uh, kind of example that we all encountered in our lives uh, for when she was alive she usually spent her time in cafeteria in germany and she she got this idea about the garnic effect when she noticed how a waiter uh, when he remembers the order people make uh, he until the order is complete when he br brings the food yeah uh, he remembers all the details about the order, like you want this coffee, you want this cream, you want this sandwich, and so on. And once the order is complete, he can't remember it. But one, uh, as soon as it doesn't complete, he remembers it. Um, yeah, I, I, I totally, uh, I, to I totally, I totally agree. Uh, I used to be a waiter, and uh, that's exactly that's exactly how <laughs> how it went. <laughs> if I, you know, until until I actually had the table, let's say in in midair, and everything was, was was still being prepared, I could actually recall everything. But once it was served, it was like you know ticked off in my head, and then it's gone. It's like yeah. it's, it's 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 like I don't know uh, memory cleaning mechanism. You know, it's yeah. it's like in the olden days you would uh, defragment windows. <laughs> so, so do you do you remember those days where you know uh, we used to say, okay, you need to defragment to speed up your windows. <laughs> it's like there's like a small option in the windows. I don't know control panel somewhere and accessories. Uh, you know, I I no longer use windows, but it's a, you know it was always a mess, right? But you know, defragmenting de me is is sort of like organizing sectors of of the hard drive so that they're, they're easily accessible based on uh, the application. So so let's say you've got some so, so, some disparate pieces of data for uh, a single application, uh, you know, say saved here here and there in different parts of the hard drive. So defragmenting, uh, let's say 
puts all those all these um, data points and and all these let's say yeah I mean data elements in into a, a single sector so so that when that that application is accessing them it's it, they are in, in a single sector so 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 the access time uh, drops and you can access it quicker yeah uh -huh. yeah uh, and talking about psychology, uh, I want to know also whether you uh, got familiar yourself about the Brick experiment. Have you heard about the Brick, so, Brick experiment? So you need to tell me the you know the details because the names you know don't uh -huh. stick as well as the as yeah. the actual process. So so uh, so the experiment consists of like asking people to figure out as many ways uh, like uh, of things they can do with a brick, with a single brick. Oh yeah, I've heard, I've heard about that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a cre creativity test. Yeah, and I mean, you know, the same thing is like with the sta staple and, and, and other items. So, so brick is just one, one, one example, yeah. you know, how creative you can get, right? Yeah, yeah, it's an original item. They also do this test with like ping pong ball and mm -hmm. even basically anything that you know, people are familiar with. And uh, it's very interesting that people differ much in how much uh, it kind of uh, how they approach this uh, task. So if I, for example, ask you and give you five minutes, first of all, people are going to differ in how many ideas they're going to provide. So in, in like in five minutes you can figure out like twenty ways of what you can do with a brick, but some very creative guy can write down like one hundred uh, yeah. different uh, ways, um, and uh, some will struggle with like two or three. And another thing is like maybe some people are just very easy to give random ideas, but they aren't useful at all. But true creativity is about when you um like propose ideas that differ from what others propose like you are an original thinker so uh, you can come up with ideas that nobody else uh, come up with mm -hmm. and also uh, those can be like completely crazy ideas and that's not true creativity true creativity is when you come up with unusual ideas not ordinary ideas and they are useful Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, and that's basically a genius level and very few people are gifted in that manner yeah uh, but, but like usually but, mm -hmm. go ahead usually when we give like 100 people this experiment they all kind of uh, give a similar task of what can we do with a break but one guy from, from 100 will come up with some ideas that nobody else came up with and mm -hmm. they are actually genius ideas and we can put them to make a society better for example yeah. and those are usually creative people sure but but for example nowadays uh, with television and news and 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 uh, compulsory education you just get the same content in front of people the, we all consume the same stuff that's why mm -hmm. i i'm so reluctant to watch news because okay so i consume and i see the inter interpretation of the world that which i don't know hundreds let's say you know let's say it's country specific so i'm in the uk so i watch bbc right so 60 million people see the same version 
or and, and, and the same interpretation of events. So what does it create? It creates a boring world where problems are going to be where it's more 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 likely for pro problems and and you know problems like with the brick to be solved in, in the same exact you know fashion because people just don't get any new inputs from from outside, right? So you you need uh, additional additional data and or, or or let's say you're just strange and 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 even though you consume the same things everybody else does and then you just you know make you know make this stuff up on the spot but but that's what let's say make you know that's how entrepreneurs um you know get let's say get successful even though they they attended the same government schools they watch the same stuff or or maybe they don't you know maybe they're just so disinterested in in whatever is happening that they just follow their own path and that's what makes them uh successful in a specific domain because they they just get so fixated fixated on on some ideas and some uh ways of thinking that they they just uh, you know get results and they stick to and they stick to it and they and they are disciplined in the execution phase yeah right and also like some people might get depressed that they aren't creative or something but um being just creative and being that unique person that's creative is not really that great uh, as you might think because uh, it's not enough to be just creative to put your ideas out there and implement them and uh, to monetize them in a way because mm -hmm. Uh, it's not uh, just the ideas that matter, but there are so many obstacles to just get the idea and then put it out there and implement it and this marketing and stuff. Nobody cares about your ideas. Uh, and uh, for example, uh, I, I was stunned when I figured that if you write a book, like it's your original creation and then you give it to publishers they publish it they sell it uh and and uh, the commission you have is only five percent from the creation of your own so you get only five percent from the yeah. from the thing you create <laughs> and all the other revenue goes uh, to people who sell it who market it uh, who like put it all together produce it and stuff yeah it's uh, it's crazy exactly exactly so 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 all the um, all the resources go into the execution a bit right mm -hmm. yeah. yeah so uh you shouldn't be depressed that you aren't creative most people aren't and even if you are it's not very like mm, easy to live with it i should say yeah yeah for sure but you know but but nowadays uh, you need to be creative and there are those exercises to, to make you creative and if you're not then you need to just go and kill yourself <laughs> probably because that, that's what the world is, is telling us right yeah. So, yeah and also there are so many apps about elevating your brain power and intelligence however science shows it doesn't work you can't make yourself smarter than you are uh, you can become stupider um, but <laughs> there is no way you can just. <laughs> yeah, it's a shame, right? It's, it's, it's a shame. Yeah, it's easy to get you know to get dumber, but if you want to get smarter, it's it's impossible. Yeah. Yeah. You you have a certain like limit of how intelligent you can become, and uh, the limit is usually um, 
like set by biological factors and you can't uh, go around them yeah but the, the good thing is that uh, you know not not much re uh, relies on intelligence to be honest um you know the most successful people let's say financially uh which i've met were just very dumb they just they just you know they're single minded and they're so focused on just getting the shit they want done that they just they just don't even see the obstacles i and smart people are like shit there is like i need to think about this i need to think about this regulation i need to think uh, about how to execute this i need to do testing I, and then i need to do prototype and then i need to uh, do market research and and these people no, I just need one million dollars. Okay, somebody gives me a loan. Oh, good. So now I'll just get it done. Honestly, the, the you know the, the the dumber you are, the 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 more likely you are to, to you know to to sort of succeed in this traditional sense of of getting uh, extraordinary results on the you know on let's say the market that you know that that we have. So honestly. The, the 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 financially the more the the most successful people I personally know are extremely extremely dumb. So you know, no offense to anyone I know, but because, but you know, <laughs> but but it's just it's just you know that's just the the fact of life. So yeah, yeah. I was just uh, checking out uh, the list of topics we have in our notes, and I put one interesting today it's called universal basic income and ah, yeah. uh, okay, i'm very, cu very curious about your uh like opinion on the topic yeah that's that's tough because uh the more automated um the more auto o automated e economy econ economies get but what do I have like daily routine? Ah, okay. So, so, so these ones are, are ticked up. Okay. I'm like, why is this mm -hmm. <laughs> it's so short? Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so I think the more automation uh, is out there in the market, you, you get this problem of what do we do with all those people who are, let's say nowadays you still have, let's say 50% of, of people in the economy are pretty useless. Uh, but because of the way that the economy is structured, like for example, you need uh, accountants, you need lawyers, and the, the, the law is so unclear that you need you know loads of people to interpret that. You need loads of mm, let's say officials to uh, let's say like notary publics to 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 do the, those you know those let's say verified documentation, and you know all this all this stuff is unnecessary. If if the system was designed correctly you could actually get away with um, you know r releasing maybe half of the the economy but then the problem is you know th then you would not have all, all all these ladies and 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 men in the offices doing repeatable you know like repeatable tasks which are easily e easily automated but then okay okay let's say you get to to the point where uh, those things are automated as they should be because people should just uh, do things which are more interesting and they should uh, spend their life in, in 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 a better way but then what do you do with these people right so is universal basic income good or bad? That's a, that's that's a good question. I would probably need to think about that before I I actually respond because you know I sort of did some thinking about, you know about that. But uh, then where is the money going to come from? You know is is the are we are we all going to be slaves to the government and 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 uh, if you don't listen and don't follow the the official dictates, then they will just block your salary. I mean, how is that going to work? What's going to be standard by which? Uh, this this income is going to be distributed. So, um, so I I really I really wonder why 
so so you haven't read any books by Ayn Rand yet? No. So 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 that's that that's very very strange because she she's she's a Russian and she's probably she 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 probably built the the modern American capitalism like every capitalist um you know like uh you know mogul in in the US is following the the, the philosophy she created. So um you need to read that, and 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 in there you also have uh, this idea, I think, of 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 basic um, of universal basic income, and I think it's it's probably dealt with pretty well in there. So so I'm not going to repeat that. I I think I'm just going to uh, send people to you know to read her books like Atlas Shrugged, uh, The Fountainhead, The Virtue of Selfishness, and and or or the virtue of egoism. I think no no or maybe selfishness. Yeah, so. Yeah, but but that universal basic income, I I we'd have to you know get into that. But but what what do you think? Well, um, it's hard to define like what is universal basic income. Uh, for I mean, humans, it's not, it's, it's, uh, it's not that, that hard. I mean, we know what it is. It's just you know getting paid for not doing any work, you know, and and yeah, you know, getting a little uh, amount of money how every much? month. Uh, for example, water, uh, air we breathe is. Uh, nowadays pretty much free in civilized mm -hmm. world at least the air we breathe so it's kind of uh, a universal human uh, like resources resource that is provided to us so it's free basically but uh, uh, i mean it is not provided it to us it, what it, it just it is it just is right i mean air, air just is out there yeah but you go to like um buildings and malls and stuff and airs there can be like paid for you can have uh, a paid access to buildings to where air is provided so um, i mean we can uh, some resources are already provided by the society in a free manner uh, i mean like roads uh, like um, sanitation and stuff light we pay taxes for that but we get it for free like people who don't work they still can walk on the roads and uh, uh, like even use some public transport maybe illegally but see how many benefits are free you have free light you have free like heating and stuff and uh, people most of the society is already getting it for free so it's kind of a universal basic income. And um, the idea now is to add even more money to people so that they can eat for it and not uh, be motivated to work just to get food, right? So, right. Because I think one of the main motivations for people uh, doing their labor for the majority of people is to survive actually yeah uh, because if you don't work you have nothing to wear you have nothing to eat you have nothing to care uh, for your family and um, uh, uh, it's not certain if those needs are going to be satisfied by the government that you would want to work by by yourself because it's a very powerful motivation source to um, like try to survive in harsh environments. That's what makes people do stuff. 
Right. Have you have you come across uh, the the mice experiment? Uh, the experiment where they feed them like uh, lots of food and and uh, yeah. they live like in heaven, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like in mice heaven. Yeah, you came across that, right? Oh, the, the connection is so unstable, unfortunately. Ah. Yeah, so, yeah so, so, I do. So but if you remind me a bit uh, of the details, I would be very, very happy. So, so basically they locked up, uh, or, or, or maybe not locked up, they basically uh, cr create like a mice colony of, let's say, 50 uh, mice. And they provided everything, milk and, and grain and, and all, the, all the stuff you might uh, wish for in, uh, in abundance. Uh, email mice right <laughs> yeah so 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 after i think after, after some time uh pathologists developed like you know like uh, males were copulating with males uh, females with with females their they you know obesity um you know no um they were actually not breeding for uh for um, you know for, reproduction yeah for reproduction for reproductive uh, purposes and after so, some time, the the entire col the entire colony just just uh, died, or what do you you know w w went extinct? Maybe is the right word. So mm -hmm. the the problem here is that uh, yeah maybe it's it's going to happen to to humans if if they if there's just no desire to 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 fight for your survival and 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 stuff like that. But um, at at the same time, it's uh, no. I, I mean, I feel like it's a it's a deep deep topic that we need to uh, pro probably you know touch on next time. But a good um, demonstration of um, of let's say the, the 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 you know the issues with that idea is that the government in itself doesn't create anything. So how is it is is it going to pay you money? You know what's going to uh, what's going to back that uh, that currency? If every, everyone's going to just get this this basic income, then 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 how are how are you going to get um, the actual value created? Like you know, it's it it just doesn't make sense. Basically, it's a redistribution of uh, money between uh, population. I mean, uh, yeah, usually but, but, now, but who's going to provide uh, that some money? people. Who's going like, to provide uh, them? People who have a lot are gonna <laughs> like share no, a bit with people who. No, have that's nothing. not how it works. No, that's not not how it works because uh, you know you can't uh, penalize people who are productive and and who who work uh, by taking away what they've what they've uh, generated. It's just it it doesn't work. That that's basically uh, a recipe for communism oh, and I for. Um, I didn't hear anything at all. <laughs> right. Let me, let me see. Maybe I've got the, the because I'm using the internet from my phone. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe something's not. I lost you. Can you hear me now? Hello. Hello. Yeah, I'm still here. Now I see you. Yeah, yeah. 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 Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Cool. So yeah, I was saying that you just cannot penalize people, uh, pro productive individuals, for 
you know for being productive and and taking away their uh, their wealth and and their resources it's basically that's there's no better way to discourage uh, anyone from being productive that that's how you uh, that that's how soviet union worked you basically yeah but uh, i don't say that everybody should be equal but like uh in for extremely rich people that are in top of one percent they should be probably pay a large tax uh uh, so that we can uh, provide people who have very little with the money that come from this tax. But I'm sure the, there are more economic models uh, of this universal basic income where they figure out how the money flows. Uh, um, yeah, but the I'm problem saying, you know, yeah. the, the the problem with that is that uh, as we as we discussed last time, you don't have the, 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 the those rich people. They don't actually have uh, money in the traditional sense of having cash. They just have uh, stakes in the in the businesses which are successful. So, to how are you going to tax them? They they never pay any of of these of these money out. They never sell their stake. So it's just a figurative expression of how much they are valued. So rich people in general are not not rich in the traditional sense of having money because they don't have that money. Do you understand where I'm coming from? You, you, you cannot actually tax rich people because what are you going to tax? You're going to tax the businesses? Okay, but then uh, these businesses are just valued uh, based on uh, the actual, um, you know, based on some, some uh, metrics uh, used in, in, in the business world. So, for example, uh, you know, like, like the, the prices of shares, uh, if we divide them equally and then uh, add some potential for future revenue and, and, and all the branding and, and all the potential that's, you know, that's there. But in general, it's, it's more difficult than it sounds. It's not, you just cannot, uh, you just cannot tax uh, the, you know, the extremely rich people because they don't have the money. Uh, but they do have like not only the physical money but like they occupy lots of land they own lots of property and stuff uh, for example like we can imagine a very rich person that has 100 cars I, you see and we should say like you give away uh, like 10 cars that you own for people who don't have cars Okay, yeah, but so, you, you have your, your 90 cars. And, uh, okay, so then, you know, but, but then, you know, where, where does it stop? Then Im imagine, uh, you know, you compared to somebody from India, you're extremely rich. So so then they're going to say, okay, you know, there's Mikhail from Moscow. Hmm, he's got like, ex like I could live for, you know, for a year on, on what he makes in, in one month. So l let him just give me 90% of what he makes. You cannot actually. Why ninety? How about five percent? And I don't mind. But but why? But why five percent? You know, five percent is is not going to do do any good to them. So they they want ninety. Why, why not? Why not? No no no. You know, like 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 like. Um, I understand that these let's say rich people feed feed off of the the population, and that's why maybe there's a there's a there, it seems like there's a justification to to take away the money. But uh, the problem is that. Uh, it's it's just a violation of basic uh, human rights. I mean, in 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 some respect, you you, you just you just you know you 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 just can't violate. Um, you know, people operate uh, voluntarily in in that market, and people vo voluntarily give uh, and pay uh, for for the services 
uh, which uh, let's say the company of those rich in, or or the or the companies of those rich individuals provide so on one hand uh, you voluntarily provide um, goods and services which other people buy but then once they've given you the money they now want it back because you have too much of it because you are so good at uh, at meeting the, the the requirements of the population that you 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 now have to be penalized so so the the end result of this is going to be that no one's going to provide any services and we're going to all die because there's yeah, going but... to be there's going to be no motivation to do anything because if if after all they're going to co come after my my wealth then why would I uh, struggle and why would I uh, make any effort it's like with Jeff Bezos you know now he's um, he's foreseeing that uh, the American public is is to some extent upset and angry that he's got s this this number is is actually attached to his to his uh, persona and now he you know he made up this 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 scheme that okay so they're, they're going to probably come after me with some taxes and and trump doesn't like me and and, and there are other things then uh he's trying to preemptively uh, distribute this money so so he invented this scheme whereby he's going to support global warming so he's going to support initiatives uh, uh, and invest 10 billion dollars on that so it's like this vague idea um, so yeah yeah basically it all can work like a legal charity like uh, nowadays rich people usually give away some money by charity but uh, those are like an acts of uh, kindness and stuff but why can't we legalize that no so no that... i mean it, actually the cha charities uh, are not set up by rich people to uh, to give to give money to poor people that that's not you know that's not actually what charities are for, are for charities are established so that uh, you can transfer your wealth to a third party by by doing that uh, your wealth is immutable from uh, legal um, fr from legal processes. So, for example, let's say if you had a business, you know, let's say the clinic where you work, let's say that clinic was uh, was yours, okay. And now, let's say all of a sudden, you uh, one of the surgeons botched up a serious operation of a very wealthy individual, and now he's suing you. He's suing the clinic, right? And for you to protect uh, yourself and the clinic uh, to protect your wealth you have to not possess the actual clinic so 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 the best way to protect your wealth is to uh, donate the wealth the assets the clinic and everything the clinic possess, uh, possesses so let's say intellectual property let's say te te technolo technologies uh, uh, equipment you know all the all the expensive uh, medical uh, devices to uh, a charity so so you set up uh, what is called a foundation so foundation is um you know you would be a founder so so you would f let's say f you you would be f foundating maybe or maybe providing uh you would be donating all all these goods to the charity and then if you get sued uh these uh you know everything that charity holds uh, it just cannot be taken away from you because it doesn't belong to you anymore you know you, you just have a legal oversight over the charity so so whenever you see you hear that that there's a charity and and there's a rich person behind the charity 
it's just like you know like a figurative um, way of saying that yeah you know that there are some so maybe you know some some percentage some tiny percentage of funds going to let's say I don't know um, ill uh, let's say I don't know some 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 ill kids or some other let's say initiatives but overall it's 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 a scheme to protect to protect your wealth or uh, in general okay that may be one of the factors i still believe that in some um, like fair part of it uh, finds its purpose um, um, but uh, of course it's a way of launder money too right you know, no, no, no. I mean, it's it's not a way to launder money. It's a way to protect yourself from from the yeah, government. Yeah, protect. Um, I mean, some kind so, of so so you know, steps. so not only from the government, but but also from litigation. So you are always exposed. So uh, you know, whatever rich individual you you find, uh, you know, m most likely they have a foundation or or they have a, you know, like like you say, charity. But w what I want to say is that. I understand wh wh where you're coming from. You know, t to uh, to most people, uh, the reality seems very fuzzy, uh, but it shouldn't be that way. You know, we should really have a clear set of values, and 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 we should understand what is what is allowed and what is what is not allowed. And and this idea of uh, basic income is 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 something that, on the face of it, seems difficult, but. Um, but you know but but it really isn't if you have some basic uh principles in mind and 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 wh where you can get those is for example you know among others in in uh, in writings of of e economists like um you know like uh, Lud ludwig von mises uh, he's got very very good uh, i think what I, I forgot the title of his book but he's basically one of the austrian uh, school of economics and and he's basically uh, giving you clear explanations of how how uh, e economy should work and why you know communist principles will will always fail right I just don't understand why can't it work by pe taxing people. Like nowadays, uh, like in Russia, you have a certain percent tax of everything, of every transaction you make, everything you buy, you pay a certain percent tax to government. And on that 13%, we have roads, we have buildings, we have free education, we have free medical system. And those are kind of parts of this universal basic income of services that are provided for free to the society. And uh, no, as you but, ask, like, but, where? But, the, mm -hmm. but they are not provided for free. What, do you, what you're referring to is, is a VAT, so 13% so uh, tax, right? So, mm -hmm. so you get 13% VAT. So how it works is basically uh, uh, entrepreneurs provide uh, goods and services to the economy. So you've got uh, very productive individuals who... Uh, who let's say uh, supply the the actual um, I mean who who generate the supply to the economy and 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 you as a consumer you uh, you provide the actual demand so so you can actually consume what they provide and the way it works is that uh, uh, entrepreneurs are unpaid tax collectors so on everything they sell they need to collect thirteen percent VAT so you so you wouldn't have any vat if the, if if uh, if entrepreneurs and businesses didn't uh, have the incentives to actually operate and to uh, and the incentive is to actually um 
be able to you know first of all generate money but then then also uh, expand that money in the ways you see fit so let's say you're 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 a very successful entrepreneur let's say like i don't know elon musk or or let's say know, you know yeah can you hear me now uh-huh He's yeah. Here. So, so you know, so the idea here is is, is for uh, entrepreneurs to uh, be able to expand the money more efficiently. So they uh, employ strategies and they uh, work in a way that allows them to uh, be more productive, right? And and you are just consuming their uh, their output. And uh, for them to be able to 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 generate that output, they need to also employ people, right? But then if you provide a basic um, you know, uh, basic income to everyone, then there's going to be no incentive for those people to work for those entrepreneurs. So at the end of the day, you will have no taxes, no income, no supply, no demand. And as, as I say, it's just going to, uh, you know, turn upside down because you can't actually, uh, you can actually motivate extremely, um, extremely productive individuals and extremely smart people to do anything if they are not going to be able to uh, benefit from that. So, you know, so, so for example, imagine, uh, let's say, uh, imagine if, uh, let's say, oligarchs in, in Russia uh, couldn't benefit from their activities. They would just, you know, they would probably just go and uh, spend all the time in, in, in Banya and, <laughs> and probably they would operate their own small garden and, and you know, what would be the, 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 the benefit for them? There would be no benefit. So. So you should be very careful uh, when thinking about removing um, incentives because when you remove incentives like provide uh, basic income to everyone, you you know those those um, those oligarchs have no will have no employees and you know you, and, and then if if there are no employees then then there will be no goods produced and no and no services and then what will follow is that there is nothing to append to add this VAT to because there's no service and and, and no uh, product pr produced so the government is also going to fall apart because the government doesn't pr produce anything do you understand yeah yeah but uh, when the connection is going to be more stable, I think I'm going to understand yeah. better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's... But as, it, as I understood, it, yeah. like um, the, the fact that we can benefit from taxes is due to the fact that we have businesses and entrepreneurs that are willing to take to, to make revenue and and and, uh, and to take the risk also you know because you ha yeah. you have to you have to uh, you know first of all invest your own capital because uh, pr usually uh, nobody's going to give any loans or any capital to 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 entrepreneurs so usually the way it starts is either the the initial capital is either maybe stolen which is you know probably not very common nowadays uh, maybe you know during those transitions from uh, socialism to to let's say you know pseudo capitalism where uh, that the actual um, wealth of the of the people or, or or the wealth of the communists was actually appropriated by by some smart people so you know it's kind of it can be viewed as as theft or it can be viewed as some some, some let's say as being clever because like in Russia you know you had 10 million um, or, or, or maybe 10 billion you know the the entire uh, e economy was divided in, into 10 uh, billion i think like you know like paper um i don't know bonds maybe it, it was called mm -hmm. actions auctions yeah, yeah auctions oh, yeah oh. 
Yeah. Yeah. So you know, so vouchers so, so, they call it vouchers. Yeah. So 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 basically, what it meant was that the entire Russian economy was valued at 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 ten billion dollars, which was like I don't know, like a tiny tiny, you know, a little little um, percentage of what it was actually worth. So what? So you had those smart smart individuals buying up all those actions. Or, or maybe yeah, actually you say right, and then and then uh, all of a sudden um, you know they they were getting loans from the government to then buy uh, the actual uh, shares in 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 the economy in like big state-run uh, uh, you know factories and I mean you know UCOS and 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 and, and all those uh, you know uh, companies so. You know that's the result of communism, where you you've got uh, you know first of all, um, let's say generating wealth by using uh, the people as slaves for like like hundred years almost, because that's you know what it was, or maybe seventy years, and then you've got a dramatic release of that uh, wealth uh, and, and 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 that blood and, and tears and 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 that uh, let's say. Um, you know, struggle of those people into the hands of very few uh, individuals. So you know, so all those people, bu you know, bought, uh, bought out, uh, you know, bought out all, you know, the entire Russian economy pretty much, and and they got the money to to do that from you know from their friends, the communists, also, right? So so they got loans primarily from the government, and 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 that's the and the same scenario was uh, repeated in 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 Poland, in Slovakia, in 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 Hungary. And you also had um, corporations from from the West buying up and creating funds to to uh, to basically buy you know to basically acquire those uh, state-owned enterprises. And then the, the result was that from um, you know from almost you know the 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 initial value of the economy was so low and it it, it was valued at, at at such a low uh, level that you had like i don't know like few hundred thousand percent increase of the value over time because it was just valued in you know in 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 improperly right but yeah but it's a, it's 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 really tough very to, interesting tough topic. yeah it's a tough topic yeah, yeah but yeah we can talk maybe about that maybe for next time yeah, because the the, sure. the the connection is 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 quite bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, can you fix uh, your internet like so that we have uh, no interruption with connection? Yeah, I should be able to. Yeah. Or you know, are maybe you located time. on a remote? Yeah, oh, you know nowadays. Sure. That's going yeah, now, yeah, nowadays during the uh, school year, I'm going to be here. Uh, you know, a lot more often. But but I'll get that fixed. No worries. Yeah. Okay, sure. Thank you. Very interesting today. Uh, so till next time, we have, we have our guests, our guests are from Israel, uh, mm -hmm. where we're cool. going to talk about psychiatry. Okay, cool. So we're looking forward okay. to that. Bye-bye, yeah. Martin. Bye-bye. Take care. Cheers.